0: Hello and welcome to the Every Woman podcast. I'm Anna, editor of Every Woman, and every month from January 2018, we'll be bringing you the stories, insights, and opinions of inspiring women in business on a wide range of topics. Today, we're looking at the subject of self-belief, what it is, how to get it, and why you need it. And in the studio, we'll be joined by someone who knows all about it, CEO of Aromatherapy Associates, Tracy Woodward. Tracy Woodward, welcome to the studio. It's great to have you with us. Thank you. It's good to be here. So we're here to talk today about what may be the most fundamental asset to success, self-belief. Some might say it's the key to all meaningful success, and certainly without it, we can't progress as far as we should. So I wanted to start out, uh, Tracy, just by asking you, what is self-belief in your view? Um I think it's what
1: it says on the tin it's it is actually believing in yourself but I think that what has helped me through my journey is that uh, looking at self-belief by setting goals and achievements so it's one of those things until you start setting objectives for yourself and achieving them you lack self-belief so start small and build you know the world is your oyster Um, So I think it's something that we internalise, we challenge ourselves as to whether or not we can do it. Um, But I would say to every human being out there, if you want to achieve something, you have to start with a plan and that delivers um, and fuels
0: self-belief. I mean, did you always have self-belief? Do you feel that it's something that you have innately? Or I mean, you you talk about sort of setting goals and, uh, you know, having a vision, how you know how innate is it, and and how has um, how has it played out? So with you're you? kind of saying, is it nature or nurture? I think that um,
1: self belief was all I had growing up. You know, I'd, I'd found myself in a very difficult situation as a child, underprivileged through circumstances. Um, I had dreams, and I turned those dreams into small goals, mm-hmm. um, and they became a big reality. So I think that. Um, Through challenges in life, people have to build their own trust and faith in their own ability. And so for me, um, yeah, I think that's how it came around really, that it was one one day at a time, one goal at a time, you know, from not being able to read and write at 14 to learning to read and write and uh, what was next and what was next and what was next. Mm -hmm. And that's how I've always lived my life. And today I still keep a cosmic
0: shopping list of things that I want to achieve as I did when I was 11 years of age. But I mean, that is quite, uh, you know, coming back to what you were saying, you, you had quite a challenging yeah. upbringing. Yeah. And not everyone makes those choices, not everyone has that sort of um, innate knowledge that they want to move forward and, and how to move forward you know you talk about the cosmic shopping list yeah
1: i think they i think that they they you know they went to school they had an education they were told how life should be and so the expectations expectations were set i did not have that so you know i used to go shoplifting with my mum you know the things that she used to say to me is you know how can we get two quilts and a sheepskin coat out of that shop um, because that's how we survived right um you know Am I proud of it? No, but what were the choices? i you know I was a child and my mum was a was the grown up. um so for me, it was all about okay, what that is a life that I could have. Um, I'm not going to get an opportunity to go to school. You know, we changed our names, we moved. It, it, things were very different then. There was there was a, a record, but it was a paper process yeah. um, that you went through. They, they didn't punch somebody's name into a computer and everything came up and you knew everything about them as we do today. Um, so life was very different. And so for me, I had to, okay, this is not the life I want. I know it's wrong. It feels wrong. It's not where I want to be. Where do I want to be? I wanted to be... Joan Collins from Dynasty, <laughs> didn't we all, <laughs> didn't we all, but you know, that's, the, that's, the, that's the reality of it, so yeah. there they they were small changes and small steps and thankfully I met some amazing people along the way that believed in me and helped me and supported me and, and each time I, I did a little bit more.
0: I'm fascinated to, to, you know, you, you talk about how um, you didn't know how it was supposed to be, which I think is a really interesting sentence, because I think you're right. We have these ways that we think in a sort of mainstream way, which is a very narrow way, actually, to think about the world. Um, so I've, I've written here a question, which sort of <laughs> relates to that. But it was it was almost like, did you know that it was a challenging time? Did you know it was adversity? Or did you just it was just, you know, something that needed to change. And, and you know, did, do you need adversity to develop self-belief? I mean, what's your um, thinking on that? I, th-
1: I think that I knew that my life wasn't normal. Right. And, and did I want a normal whatever life? Normal yeah, yeah, whatever normal yeah. is. You know, I always say normal the people you don't know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, whatever normal is, I knew that I wanted uh, a safe nurturing loving environment and you know as much as my mum loved me and I love my mum that wasn't the environment that I was in you know there was people coming and going we'd lived in you know the, the strangest of places but I always found somebody to latch onto that I saw as being normal and they helped me so I learnt that process but I don't I, I, I don't know I think that um, I think self-belief is in all of us, we just have to dig deep and find it. And and it comes out in different ways and, 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 and different methods. And you've just got to nurture it. You find that seed within you and you nurture um, those goals or those objectives or, or who you want to be. And, you know, I always say to my kids that Ava's uh, 16 and Josh is 26, you know, do whatever makes you happy, know Mm. that you can achieve anything. I am living proof of that because, you know, age 14, I couldn't read or write. I lived on a a very rough council estate that, you know, was really rough, you Mm. know, drug dealers, prostitution, you know, burnt out cars. I mean, very, you know, Mm. very, uh, very tough London. And so, you know, I live a different life now, yeah, and the parallels are are really interesting. you know sometimes i I see people and I think, oh my god that that could have that could have been me. Mm. How did I do that? I had conversation, I set goals, I achieved. I was open-minded and and I had to learn you know differently. I mean, even today, uh, you know even today I look at things like Um, I went to the cinema this this weekend and saw Molly's Game, you know, Mm. and I kind of – that's a great movie where you kind of think, oh, my God, she, you know, said, okay. She just fell into it. Mm. She just fell into that situation. But she was talking about The Crucible for Arthur Miller. I didn't know anything about The Crucible and Arthur Miller. So mm-hmm. I've just bought the book and, you know, I'm going to start reading it. And and my daughter comes home this weekend because she's at Rodine and she says, oh, I read that in, you know, year nine. And you think, oh, did you? <laughs> didn't <laughs> see you reading you. <laughs> it. Lucky you. I'm just reading it now. 52. <laughs>
0: but is that, I mean, you know, that... To me, that always strikes us as as, as something that's essential to self-belief is knowing that, you know, timing is all and and you get to things when you get to things, don't you? Like you're saying about you, you're reading this book now because that is the right time. I mean, how much do we have to trust that we know what we're doing and we know what's right for us? How much do we have to take that into ourselves?
1: I think that um, we have to listen to ourselves and know what we really want. And we have to be, you know, the the key to success is having courageous conversations, is is admitting you don't know, Mm -hmm. is being willing to learn and to be able to put out there what you want. I always say that if I want to achieve something, if I have a goal, if I have a life goal, if I have something on my cosmic shopping list, I have to plant those seeds in as many places as possible to get that opportunity. Mm. So, I will always say if I, you know, if I'm thinking about changing my career or if I'm, you know, thinking about moving house or if I see an objective, something that I want to achieve like my Beyoncé dance routine, I tell everybody. Because for me, that then creates my opportunity. And also I own it. I own that decision-making process because you know, I'll fake it, fake it till I make it. You know, it's the fact that if you want to do something, you have to talk openly about it. So I list it first and then I start to have conversations. And I think that allows me to own the
0: process Mm. and then you make it happen. So you open up the energy, yeah. you own it, you're accountable. I mean, a lot of people don't do it because they don't want to be accountable, which again might be because they're not entirely sure that they can make it happen, I wonder. Um, I mean, so what we're saying is that self-belief is not its not about knowing everything. If anything, it's about being the opposite, willing to learn, about being too willing to learn, which is everyone Engage. can put themselves in that space. Yes. Um, you know, what would you say the most important things to do to put yourself in that space are? Obviously, we've talked about telling everybody, you know, you know, what, what your plans are, what your goals are. Researching it, researching it, looking at the opportunities, you know, seeding the
1: opportunities for yourself, having the conversations, not being intimidated by the situation, finding somebody that's actually been through that process already because, you know, by nature, we want to help others. Mm -hmm. I, there's not, I've met more people in my career and life that have been willing to help me than to hold me back. Mm. And the, and I've had nothing to lose by asking, because I had nothing.
0: Yeah, and because you don't know, or you, you don't know, didn't, didn't know what, know what, what, what didn't the rule know. book was. Yes, there was. It great. Yeah, tear up the rule book. I mean, uh, in, intimidation is an interesting point because I think people do get intimidated. We and we're all our worst enemies in that in that respect, aren't we? We can create an idea of who we're talking to that isn't who they are, or a situation where we don't go into the situation to find out what the truth of it is I mean what what do you do do you ever feel intimidated by anyone no or, no <laughs>
1: <laughs> no I don't I'm oh, sorry that sounds a bit abrupt no, but not at all. I don't and I always say to my kids there's always going to be somebody thinner smarter richer yeah more well-connected but that's you know, not the point. But that's not the point. The, mm. the the fact is is that there is always something that you can share with somebody else, mm-hmm. and there is always something that they can share with you. So going to this, you know, we all come into this world with nothing, and we all leave with nothing. As far as I'm concerned, you mm-hmm. know, and what we do in between is our responsibility, um, to make it work and make it right. And so I believe that we have a duty of care to ourselves. Um, to look after ourselves you know I'm always saying I I drive my team mad and they go oh my god everybody's talking about it now but for the last two and a half years I've been saying that self care is your health care it starts with you it starts with your routine your commitment to life and I think that we have a responsibility not to be intimidated by situations what is the worst thing that could happen
0: Mm. Mm. it's true (laughs) <laughs> I mean yeah but it's it's amazing the uh, the the way that the mind can create those games though. You help, you almost always have to sort of fight yourself I think in those situations. Yeah, you do you you
1: you're, I mean <laughs> I'm a bit nervous about social media as it progresses because I actually think that now we think aloud too much and actually yes. we are our worst critic. Mm. I mean the things that we say to ourselves. Um, nobody would ever say to us mm. um, and we would probably never say to anybody else except for now it's a bit blasé on, on social media. So that bothers me um, and I think that we've got a lot of work to do there. Otherwise, we're going to create uh, a generation that is full of insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that um, my, my view is that, you know, don't be a referee in your own life. And actually, I always say, what anybody thinks of me is their business. That's fascinating. Yeah, and it's so true, isn't it? And I've said that to my kids. And Am you I- can't
0: control it no. and you you can yeah.
1: No. I mean my my children can happily walk into a room and talk to a 4-year-old or talk to a 94 year old. Um, They have really good social skills. They're very confident. (laughs) They're really academic. They can read and write. They're, you know, A-star students. Um, They're amazing kids. Um, And I think that that has come from saying, don't be scared. You know, what is fear? We don't know what fear is. It's, It's a combination of
0: hormones and stress and what goes on in our mind. Overcome that. Sometimes a physical reaction that yeah. we have to stop. I mean, what do you do to instil self belief in your daughter and your son? What and does it differ gender um, wise?
1: Yeah, I think I, I think it differs. Actually, I've kind of I've been a bit gender fluid with my kids. They've always had pink clothes, blue clothes, both of them. <laughs> They've always had you know girl toys, boy toys. Mm-hmm. It's never you know my daughter's dressed up as a Thunderbird person as well as Wonder Woman as well as you know yeah. Uh, Disney characters, um, but I've always said to my kids, you can achieve whatever you want. You just have to be focused, and you have to, you know, be confident and and be polite, be respectful, be engaging, um, and don't
0: don't make yourself feel insignificant. Mm. Do you instill on in them that it's their responsibility, yes, to have self belief? No one else's responsibility yeah. to give yeah. it to them. Yeah. So I think that's so important to that resilience to build that in in young people. Resilience is is what you need. You know, mm. I mean,
1: uh, in life, generally. My daughter always <laughs> says to me, "Can you can you just be like everybody else's parents and just say no?"
0: <laughs> do we have to debate
1: everything? Can I say, well, if you can find a better way, if you disagree, I'm encouraging you to tell me because mm. I don't know everything. This is the you know this is the second time that I've been a parent. Um, it's not we don't you don't come with a, a manual. Mm. Um, everything we're learning, we're learning together. So I'm encouraging you, you know, age seven to debate that pink or blue sweater that you do or don't want to wear. Um, so I've always encouraged my kids to have conversation open conversation um and so yeah so so they're a bit tired of that they say well, why don't you just say no like everybody else
0: that's the end of it yeah it'll all come round though at some point in their 20s I go thanks <laughs> so I uh,
1: well Josh is 26 and he, oh, actually, okay. says, he actually says you know you're uh you're really great and uh very cool so I'm flattered by that
0: well you are incredibly inspirational. I mean, how could they fail not to be inspired <laughs> by you? you? I just wanted to come back to um, the point you made about self-care. Um, so, I mean, Aromatherapy Associates is about the art of living well, yes. but self-belief is about the art of living it is. well, I think. it is. Um, how do you know if you're living well? What, what are your metrics? Um, I
1: think fatigue is a good one, Um, uh, feeling anxious, uh, not sleeping well, um, not really having any engagement with food or craving the wrong foods. I think that anxiety, um, I think all of those things, um, generally, there are lots of preventative diseases out there today. Um, I think that we don't realize that. A lot of people don't realize that. And that's something that we've got to work on. But I truly believe, you know, I've... I've body brushed and face brushed little wooden wooden brushes um, for even on my face, but a different brush, a softer brush, right. not a hard body <laughs> brush. But you know, I've I've done that for more than twenty five years. So I've always kind of you know been been connected to my you know to my to my toes and my fingernails and and my face. So kind of always thinking, how do I feel this morning? How do I feel tonight? I mean, I use Aromatherapy Associates products long before, um, you know, I came in to run the company. So I've had a real love for them. I think that self-care is more important now. I think there is so much happening out there that people are saying now, okay, this is me and I am responsible for me. What do I really want out of life? Um, and how do I want to feel? And so I think that, um, you know, that's where it starts. And of course what we've done at Aromatherapy Associates is we have the power to make you feel better for six to eight hours. Mm-hmm. You know, our bath and shower oils are clinically proven to do that. So if you need inner strength, if you need support, if you need revive, if you need relaxing, if you need a good night's sleep, deep relax. I mean I've used that product so for- for thirty years, and it hasn't changed. The formulation hasn't changed. It's still fabulous. And now we have well-being experts and ambassadors that sit within our organisation that assist you in thinking better. Because we can make you feel better for six to eight hours, clinically proven to do so. But if I can make you think better and understand the art of living well, how to de-stress, how to relax, how to feel revived and energised. Um, that's the first step. And that is not just about applying a topical product. That's, we have, you know, we have a professor of sleep. We have um, uh, cognitive behavior coaches. We have somatic coaches. We have um, a coach that is all about courageous conversations. You know, how do you ask the right questions at the right time, whether that's a pay rise or for a divorce or, you know, for someone to marry you. This is in the company. This is in the company. So we do actually in our office um, in in London, we uh, and the rest of the world, we have lunch and learn so we bring people in outside of the business to you know to learn things I mean I I love learning because you know I spent many years not learning uh, well I think I was learning but I wasn't learning the conventional way um so um but our well-being experts they go into spas they go into organizations um they we have podcasts we have um YouTube videos so um and workshops so people can really understand now that we are the brand that are truly you know i as I said, I believe self-care is your health care. So we can make you think better and feel better. And that is the power of, of our brand.
0: Well, and also the fundamentals of self I And mean, It's very, I think, quite hard to feel that sort of zing of self-belief if you're really tired or you're run down or, you know, you've depleted yourself, or even if your work-life balance is completely out of whack. And I think people underestimate that. I mean, how, I hate the word I hate the phrase work life balance, work life integration.
1: Yeah. I, I have <laughs> How a theory, do you manage that? I have a theory on work life balance. I think that you have to find a job that makes you happy. Um, I've never done anything for money. Money's always been a byproduct of doing something that I really feel passionate about and enthusiastic about um, and believe in. Um, I think that if you try and have your family on one side of the fence and your work life on the other side of the fence, you end up being a referee in your own life. So anybody that says, oh, I've got this perfect balance is, you know, I would hope that they're all merged into one because we live in a 24-7 world now. And so it's about allocating time. But I think the most important thing to do is to allocate time for yourself, to look after your own, to care for yourself, because then you don't feel um, demoralized or angry or or feel like you're neglecting your own well-being for your family or for your job. I mean, I have friends that go to bed on a Sunday night at 6.30pm and watch the TV because that's their time for them. And I think it's really important to have that. Don't be a referee in your own life.
0: Mm. And and, And also know that you're worth that investment. I think, you know in terms of self-belief, some people have a problem with that, that sense of worth, particularly women, actually. They, they almost feel like they have to put themselves last. last. And yeah, I mean, it's the, the perennial thing. Yeah. And I don't know how we move that forward. But I suppose, you know, we were talking about responsibility. It starts with knowing no one's going to do it for you, I yes. guess.
1: Well, I kind of, you know, I always, uh, when I listen to people and they say, you know, how do you, how do you plan your life? It's like, well, how do you plan your holiday? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know loads of people spend loads of time planning holidays, you know, getting the visas, finding the right clothes to wear, choosing the hotel of their choice, and yet they don't plan what they want in life. It's like Earth to Human, you know, this is like, this is the most important part, not two weeks of the 52. Plan your life, have a plan. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really important. And I think that. yeah, we are the most important person in our lives and I know that sounds a bit narcissistic but it, it it's it it's it, it it's true and and I always think about the um the flights when they say you know if the if the when the mask pops down put it on your face before you help anybody else if you are not capable, strong, calm, and in tune, it's very hard for you to support your colleagues, your peers, your family, your children, your husband, your partner. It's its challenging. And so, you know, if you're the best version of you, then you're giving off the best version of you.
0: Absolutely. Just talking about planning, um, I just wanted to just come back to your cosmic wish list because I love this idea. (laughs) Is it a running list? Do you sort of add things and cross things off? Yeah, yeah. and
1: and, and actually there were things on there that I, I when I got to 50, I had one thing left on there, um, which, you know, I can't achieve for myself. I have to be, you know, nominated or voted for that. Uh, we won't talk about it, but, you know, it's, a, it's not government anyway. It's not right. being in government. It's not a government role. <laughs> will
0: you come um, back and tell us if yeah, it happens? Yeah, if it happens, <laughs> I absolutely
1: will. Um, but I, um, you know, I always wanted to work with the Prince's Trust. I always wanted to work in Marks and Spencers. Um, I always wanted to be in beauty. Uh, so all of those things were on there and there were things like I wanted a particular handbag, I wanted a mobile phone, or, you know, a particular car. And so those things were there as goals to, you know, stepping stones, because it's surprising when you have a plan of what you achieve, you figure out what you need to have monetary wise, contact wise to do that. And it comes down to the plan, right? And then
0: you know, where the benchmarks lie. But you've got to know what the target is yeah. in order to hit it. You've
1: got to, you've got to have an eye on the
0: prize. <laughs> yeah, you have, it's yeah. so true. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to have to wrap it up pretty soon. I could talk to you all day about self-belief, um, but it's been an absolute pleasure having you with us. I've got one final question, just a quick one before you go. Top tip for somebody listening that they can put in play today, right now when they you know stop listening to this podcast for more self-belief, what would it be? uh get a cosmic shopping list
1: (laughs) and I think that you know um I always used to say to my mum you know I'm going to do this I'm going to be in beauty I'm going to be a beauty consultant and that's all I ever wanted to be and I just progressed but my mum always used to say to me um you know if you think you can you will and if you think you can't you won't so you decide fabulous
0: Thank you so much, Tracy, for joining us today to talk about self-belief. And thank you all for joining us as well on this Every Woman podcast. And we look forward to continuing the conversation with you next time. Don't forget, in the meantime, there's a wealth of information, interest and further talking points on the Every Woman Network and app if you want to access on the move. So until we meet again, have a great day and keep on living your best life.